and action. Welcome, our people. Welcome to another edition of Just Reasoning Live. Uh, Just Reasoning is a show um, put together by My Soul Rebel, Soul Rebel Productions, uh, where we discuss issues of relevance uh, to the Caribbean community. Um, we have a special uh, episode tonight. Um, you may or may not know, but June in the United States is Caribbean American Heritage Month. Uh, so this episode will be dedicated to the Caribbean. Um, you know, the other episodes we talk about, you know, police and, you know, the problems going on in our society. Um, this month, this week, we're going to take it a little, a little more lighthearted, um, even though those issues still persist and they may come up during the show at some point. Um, but this, we're going to dedicate this to the Caribbean. You can see my beautiful background, someplace in Jamaica where we all wish we were right now, but sure. such is life. Um, right. I'm one of your hosts, um, C-Dub. Um, joining me tonight are my other hosts. Um, take it away, introduce yourselves. Text, CFO, man behind the clothing line, uh, Rebel Collection. And I am Lioness tonight. Last week I was Officer Stanislaw, so I'm wearing my other hat tonight. Hey guys. And who is, welcome, who's welcome, Lioness? welcome. Who's Lioness? Who's Lioness? What does she do? A fierce Houston promoter, one of the best females to do it. Yes, she is. I can yeah, argue with that. A great promoter, as any great promoter will do. You have an event coming up, you wear a shirt and promote what you have going on. So, Alta Ego, we'll, we'll give her. I'm trying to talk about that towards the end. <laughs> so um, remember, do remember, oh, plug it uh, now or later. There we go. Yeah, no, go on, go on, man, go on. Go, go ahead, fuck it, Carrie. So do remember, it's all about Alter Ego, the ultimate Juve style cool effect on the beach, Caribbean style. And that will be next week, Saturday at Magnolia Gardens Park. Follow me on Instagram at uh, Houston, Texas, Alter Ego, and also Linus Promotions page for more details. All right, so the promoter hat on this week. Last week, shout on the police hat. To, you know, we talked about those issues. So not this week, but we'll give her some help throughout the throughout the show. I'm sure. All right, so um, as I mentioned, um, June is Caribbean American Heritage Month. Um, as I say that, I'm sure many of you have never heard that before. Um, I personally, as somebody who is very Caribbean and very active in the Caribbean community. I did not know that such a thing existed until probably in the past five years or so. Um, we as Caribbean people were used to celebrating all occasions, all our different, um, our in, whether it be independence or different carnivals. Um, Caribbean American Heritage Month is something that started um, in 2006. So the history behind it uh, Congresswoman Barbara Lee, uh, she's a congresswoman from California, uh, still in Congress today. Um, she introduced a resolution to recognize a month to celebrate the contributions of Caribbean people um, to, to the United States throughout history. And in 2006, that proclamation was signed by George W. Bush. So. We can talk all we want about Bush. And of course, nowadays, everybody would take Bush as president right now. Um, but, 
Well, on, well, first is what we have. Hey, you know, Bush's anyway. Um, yeah, so we can thank Bush for that. He actually signed that into um, law, if you will. And so the purpose of, of Caribbean American Heritage Month was just to uh, recognize the significance of Caribbean people and uh, their descendants throughout the history and culture of the United States. So in this episode, we're going to talk about um, what that history looks like, contributions made by Caribbean people, um, either, pe either, either direct immigrants um, from the Caribbean or you know their parents' parents and some Caribbean lineage. Um, so many may not know this, but from the very foundation of the country, um, one of the founding fathers was from the Caribbean. Um, Alexander Hamilton, um, who, you know, there's the famous um, uh, musical, I guess it is, and that's going uh, you know, all across the, the world, Hamilton, it's about Alexander Hamilton. He was actually uh, born in Nevis in the, in the Caribbean. Uh, I think he lived there until he was about eight years old, and from he left there, he moved to St. Croix. So he's like a real Caribbean person. And he's mm -hmm. actually one of the founding fathers of this country. So from the very beginning of this country, we enact. We have been in this country from the very beginning, from the very foundation. And that's something to be uh, very proud of. Um, very super proud. Yeah. So um, from a just right, from a number standpoint, um, as far as how many Caribbean um, immigrants live in the United States, and you know I, this is probably like first generation because the, the number you know we all we probably know more than 13 million Caribbean people not personally but that so overall there are 13 million Caribbean immigrants living in the USA today um, uh, 5.8 million Puerto Ricans you'd expect that, that to be the highest number because they are United States citizens part America. of the United States can, yeah can, yeah can come here whenever they want as long as they can afford that ticket um 1.1 million jamaicans um 200,000 that's okay that's okay our presence our presence is known in hey. our small numbers thank you it's definitely not a small number hey I, you know it's, it's because Trinis, I'll give them this. I, you know, of course, I represent JMICA. Trinis represent and stand out where, wherever you go, wherever you Absolutely. go. Um, they, you know, from the, you know, from, I didn't really interact with Trinis until I went to college. You know, I just pretty much, around, you know, grew up in Jamaica, around all Jamaicans, moved here, pretty much all Jamaicans. Once I went to college and I'm in a Caribbean Students Association, then you know the few look at trinities that are that were in there i mean i mean they, you go to any event they are the talk of the place and they, you know it's just they just have that kind of vibe so right you know, big up tnt massive sure. um you know you made a um you know we have representatives here um from trinidad and tobago we have lioness and um, apart, I think doing is now, you, you, they read you in your, your, your citizenship, your honorary attorney citizenship. Yeah. No, sir. I didn't, I didn't <laughs> sign off on that. Not yet. <laughs> well, my, my better half has that card, so I'm good. I'm good to go. Much okay. better, much, much better half, much better half. Um, all right. So uh, I, I want to read the statement that Barbara Lee um, made. Um, 
to release a statement in honor of the month. And I, I think it's it's a few sentences, but I think it kind of speaks to why this month matters and why we need to do more to celebrate it and make it be more known. So here goes from the desk of Congresswoman Barbara Lee. Uh, it is an honor to once again mark June as Caribbean American Heritage Month. Caribbean Americans have added to our history, culture, and communities in countless ways. The unique relationship between the United States and the Caribbean has enriched both regions, and this month is a wonderful time to celebrate our shared past and future. This month also provides opportunity for us to pursue new partnerships on a number of issues with our Caribbean neighbors, from trade, immigration, disaster preparedness, uh, to poverty eradication and ending HIV AIDS, the United States and the Caribbean share a number of mutual policy interests. I encourage everyone to mark this month by learning more about the many contributions of the Caribbean American community as made to our nation. Caribbean Americans have enhanced our social, economic and cultural landscape and enriched our society every day through entrepreneurship, artistic endeavors, sports, civic engagement, and many other vocations. This month and every other month, I encourage you to join me in celebrating the Caribbean American community. I thought, I thought that was a great statement. You know, it uh, you know, kind of sums up why this matters. Like I said, we've been here from the beginning, from the foundation of the country, and continue to add to this country um, in, in value. So before I go into um, other discussions, let, let's just ask um, my other host here, what does it mean to you to be a Caribbean American or a Caribbean person living in America? Um, what does that mean to you? Let me just kick it off that way. Do I? Well, one question before I even get into that. Uh, Alexander Hamilton, remember there was a while back, um, <clears throat> there were questions about a brother on the $20 bill. Was that him? No, and that, <laughs> that one. Okay. I just, just no, that was. Uh, Isn't that, that was Andrew enough. Jackson? No, just because his name was Jackson doesn't mean he's a brother. But no, no, that, that's <laughs> no, that's that. No, I was actually looking that up last night because somebody, um, you know, who is not on the show tonight, was mentioning that George Washington wasn't the first president of the United States. So I was looking up some info to to counteract that. And they talk about the black man and the two dollar bill. It it wasn't Andrew Jackson, but you know that's a that's a discussion we can't get into at the, at a later point. It, it was another man, but um, okay, okay, so anyway. it wasn't it wasn't that brother. Okay, it was a different brother. Okay, <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> okay, so um, what what that means to me is basically it, it, it's basically me carrying the torch, uh, basically bringing that culture to the the U.S. or people that's unfamiliar with the culture itself. I mean, by different means. I mean, we contribute in so many ways. Uh, number one, music, uh, food. Um, just, I think uh, when people encounter Caribbean people, um, the one thing that we, we bring to people is a calmness. Uh, we're, we're very welcoming. Um, you know, you go to a Caribbean household, the first thing Most they want to do is feed you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. They want to feed you. Uh, you want yeah, something to eat. Yeah. You want something to drink. And vexed when you don't eat. Whole, yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, just the whole culture is just very welcoming, um, just just loving, and and just you know, a people that are, are for one another. So we were all about empowering each other to to 
um, grow and be uplifted and things like that. So it's very important to me to actually pass those ideas on to the kids and things like that and teach them the culture um, so they can carry on. And hopefully, you know, June won't be the only month that we celebrate um, Caribbean heritage. I mean, it should be something that's celebrated daily as far as I'm concerned. But, yeah, yep, yep. Yep. Agreed. Police or promoter, whatever you are tonight. <laughs> so, um, number one, being proud and just being unique, right? So, Dwayne, you mentioned that we have our music and our food and all of that. And it's just so enjoyable to know that those that are not from our Caribbean, once they come here, you know, they're able to embrace it and they want to know, man, why you talk like that? We love your accent. It's like right. we're just this beautiful bird, you know, the little peacock. Everywhere we go, we stand out. And that to me is the best thing. I don't want to be like the next person. When I come around, I want people to say, man, something about her is different. And that's what being from the Caribbean means to me, is just being unique and being so proud of where we come from. Very, It's like an very... Ex exclusive club. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Everybody I mean, those are very good answers. I mean, you know, you know, I second what you both said, and you know, Caribbean people, we don't, we don't do anything small, and we don't do anything quiet and shy. We do big and bold and braggadocious and bright colors, and that's right. <laughs> that's just how we are. And you know, I'm, it's it's one of the things I'm I'm most proud of in this life is to be, you know, a boy, a Caribbean boy. I mean, you know, no matter where I go in. In life, no matter who I talk to, one of the first things you're going to know about me is that I'm from Jamaica and I'm from the Caribbean. In fact, there's a small bar in Coruña, Spain right now, that if you go into that place right now, there will be a Jamaican $20 bill on the wall. So why is that? I was there once and I struck up a conversation with the owner and he had a bunch of bills on the wall. And I happen to have a, you know, I just come out from Jamaica, I, I, you know, Jamaican 20 in, 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 in my wallet. Big money. And, uh, I said, <laughs> <laughs> I got him by sweetie. Anyway, <laughs> so, so, uh, so I gave it to him and, and he, he, he put, you know, he put it on the wall, rest, put the rest of the money. And, you know, I went back there like a couple of years later and it was still up there on the wall. So okay. it's something that I am extremely proud of. Um, you know, and you know, for all the reasons that, that, that you all said, we are we are different. We are, un we are unique. Um, people want a piece of this culture, right? Yes. Um, you know, that's why, and that's evident in the um, in the tourist rates. You know, people want to go to Jamaica and Trinidad and the VI and Bahamas because right. it just you know when you come out of this rat race here in the U.S., go there for a little while, calm yourself, relax your nerves, and just enjoy life. Exactly. I, I can't, I can't mm. even tell you the way that when I go to any Caribbean island, the way that my mindset just changes instantly. So I step off the plane, I'm not thinking about anything I have to do. I'm not thinking about any work. I'm not thinking about any bills. It's just relaxation. Freedom. Relaxation. Yeah, and, 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 and you, said a, you, you said a key thing there. Any Caribbean island, it doesn't matter yeah. which one. It, it's mm -hmm. the same thing. It, same mm -hmm. thing. When I go any, to any island, it's the same thing. I leave all your cares behind. You know, you just want to relax. The air is different. You get off the plane, right. it's like, oh my God. You know? <laughs> yes, I can breathe. So I want to share something. So the difference between the three of us, you guys were born in the Caribbean and I was born here. So 
two things. For one, everybody always we're not. That's another. <laughs> everybody Big always difference. makes fun of me, and they're like, "You're not. You're not." the real Caribbean. And I'm like, what you mean I'm not the real Caribbean? Absolutely. For years, people have always shunned me and said, man, you third generation, you don't count. Oh. You're watered down. You're this, you're that, you know? But growing up big as heart, a little girl, mm-hmm. growing up as a little girl, I, oh man, I hated that I was from the Caribbean. I mm-hmm. hated that my parents mm-hmm. were Caribbean. From the mm-hmm. braids with the beads, all these beads hanging me down. And they say, oh, you smell funny. Or your mom talks funny. I, it wasn't until my junior year in high school that I started mm-hmm. embracing it a little bit. And then mm-hmm. once I went away to college and had my son, that's when I was like, man, it's cool to be from the Caribbean. I don't mm-hmm. care what nobody mm-hmm. say, but growing mm-hmm. up, it was hard. Mm-hmm. It was hard. They were like, oh, you African. Oh, you Jamaican. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah. uh, none of hey, the above. Hey, hey. Uh, first of all. Yeah. What none that? of the above. What <laughs> But it, no, but really, it was tough being a third generation Caribbean. It, it's tough. But look here, I, I, um, I, I, I understand that completely. You know, I moved yeah. there you know, I was ten years old, right? So, um, you know, so when you just move to a new place, you know, we come here, we talk funny, right? Uh, we eat weird food according to them. Um, we. You know, go to school um, smelling listen. like curry. <laughs> uh, no, we don't. That, curry has a training thing. So we. Oh know, well, we went to school smelling smell like, like ganja, curry. of course. You know, I went ten years old. No, co- coconut, like coconut oil. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so yeah, so that that was. Um, I, I I probably encountered a lot of what you encountered. Right. Um, you know, I you know I I just particularly didn't care, but you know it, it's a. I think it probably also has a lot to do with. Um, like, you know, it probably if I had moved to like New York or, you know, Florida, where there are a lot more Caribbean people, no big deal. They're used to it. But right. I moved, you know, to Southeast mm-hmm. Houston, not even Southwest that have all the Caribbean people. Southeast right. Houston, where, you know, I'm the only Caribbean person in the entire school, yeah. um, in the entire apartment complex. So they're not used to that. And so as, you know, as a young person trying to come up in this world, um, you, you'll go through those battles. Um but yes, you're, you're, you're right. As you um, get older, as you get more knowledgeable, um, then you get to really embrace it. I'm like, man, I'm not like them over there. So I mean, I am right. different. Yeah, definitely. Am, there's something unique about me and you get to embrace it. Yeah. Yeah. So that, that's I think a, we all had pretty much the same experiences. It wasn't until I reached high school as well. You know, I learned it was cool because people would be like, oh, he's Jamaican, you know. You know, he crazy. Chill out. You know, yeah, rare, yeah, rare <laughs> breed. Mess you up. Yeah. <laughs> so I was like, oh yeah, okay. So you know, I just embraced it. All right. So yeah. it came with a, it came with a stigma, right? Was exactly. it a negative stigma it or? It was a negative, but I turned it into a positive. You know, oh, people knew me. Congrats. I mean, I, I was quiet, cool. You know, women had you, but they just didn't mess with me because they was like, oh, nah. yeah, mess with me. And, you know, I mean, it's, yeah, to, to some people it was cool, to some people it was a negative. And, you know, yeah. one, one of the things that I thought was weird and there's something we can actually explore on a future show is one of the first things they would say to me is, go back to Africa, go back to Africa. And this is from yeah. black people, right? Yeah. And uh, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, I'm, you know, I'm from Jamaica. I've never been to Africa in my life. Um, but it's like, there was, a, there was just this hatred of 
a different culture, even though, mm -hmm. and which, which, which shocked the hell out of me. I figure we're the same skin color. So right. me and that man, and we're going to vibe and we're going to be cool. But because my culture was completely different, he right. saw me as very, you know, they saw me as very different. So, you know, it's a, I think we, we are more connected, I think, to our culture than we are to, to even our skin color. color. Yeah, because exactly. your, your culture is what you live on a day-to-day -day basis. Right. Talk is what you eat, is what you listen to. So you live that and you carry that with you. And when that's very different from the way somebody else live, you know, then they they see you as the other. You know, so we got right. all kinds of drama with you know uh, ignorant people behind that. But you know, right. so you go. that's another topic <laughs> for another day. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But it's I think it's an acceptance. I, I think it's an acceptance thing. You know, the biggest thing for Americans was Bob Marley. Outside of that, like, what from the Caribbean did they really know back then? But now you have like Rihanna's doing her thing and you have this one and that one. Social media helps bring us all together. And I think the right. ignorance back then is is far gone. And, and that's a good thing. Right. Uh, yeah, well, yeah, I, I, I agree with some of the most part. Some of, so, yeah. some of it is is that we are just older. Right, so the people that we're around are older and more mature, and have oh, been okay. to places. They've taken a vacation or two here and there. Um, you know, when I'm, you know, you and you're around a bunch of 10, 11 year olds. They're ignorant, right? Sure. <laughs> and they haven't lived anything. They don't know anybody outside of their right. uh, apartment complex and the school. Right. You know. Yeah. So, well, my daughter, daughter better not come home talking about somebody talking crazy. They're gonna have to see me. Oh, Lord. Here we go. <laughs> you know, that crazy Jamaican, I told you. Yeah, exactly. 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 <laughs> so, you know, this is a, um, you know, so, so these kind of conversations, it's, it's like, it's, it's why this month matters. It's yes. because we are celebrating um, our heritage. And all of us who have kids growing up, you know, born and grow here in the United States, we want them to you know, uh, embrace it and love it also. And, you know, I, 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 I believe that's entirely up to the up to the parents. So, I mean, like Des, in, in your case, I think it's because your parents are, are Caribbean and, they, you know, with the food and the music and what, what, whatever else, you know, they didn't shun it. You, they could, you could eat. I've seen people, you know, who are born and grow in Jamaica and come up here and have kids and their kids don't know a thing about Jamaica. Right. <laughs> you know, that's too. entirely up to the parents, you know, mm -hmm. um, you know, and I, you know, that's a, I, it matters to me. So, you know, when we ride in the, in, in, in the truck, you know, I, you know, I play reggae music and stuff all the time. And, and you know, Sydney Rose now naturally just loves it. She, right. that's what she wants to hear. That's what she requests. Same here. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? And I, I think it's just, it, 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 it's exposure. And um, so if we, if we look at, you know, kind of how, um, this tradition start to celebrate this this month. Um, I look at at it similarly to the Black History Month, and the history behind Black History Month is that um, um, Dr. Carter G. Woodson, a member from Mega Sci-Fi like me, um, started this <laughs> started this uh, what's it called um, a Negro History Week. Um, this was back in the 1920s. And he started this because he, you know, talked about the importance of the knowledge of self, knowledge of your history, uh, and you know, just a uh, value in yourself and and your roots. You know, a tree without roots. You know, like I say, 
Um, you know, it's yeah. Oh, look at we have a special guest joining here. <laughs> One second. Uh, yeah. So, so that is the 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 history behind it. And so now, um, and and how did and and so once they decided to embrace, you know, Negro History Week, let's they roll that out slowly um, by having, um, you know, in, in in different schools, different public schools, they would teach. Um, distribute literature to different public schools and then you know different churches started you know just you know passing on the information um and you know so on and, and so forth and then the, the media got behind it the black media you know black newspapers got into getting the information out there because they realized it was important for people to acknowledge and know their history um uh just a little bit of, about caribbean uh, migration in this a little history there. Um, so as I mentioned, from the very founding of this country, founding fathers, you know, Alexander Hamilton was from the Caribbean. And really from the 17th um, century, we've had Caribbean people come here, you know, you know, they have the, basically one of some of the earliest inhabitants of immigrants, you know, not voluntary, of course, came from the Caribbean, where the plantation owners you know, after people get, you know, tired, make all they can off of sugarcane, I would bring some of them up to South Carolina to pick cotton. And so from then, you know, from 1700s, um, you know, 1600s, um, people have been, you know, Caribbean people have been coming to this country and go forward throughout the age of slavery. And then right around World War II, a lot of Caribbean people migrated here to, you know, capitalize on the wartime economy you know, as laborers in agriculture and what have you, and then so on and on and so forth. Um, you know, from me personally, in my family, most of the people who left Jamaica early, like in the 60s, you know, like right after independence, they went to, to the UK. You know, so most of my family, the ones who left early, they went to the UK. Of course, it's easier for them to go to the UK. I don't think you really needed much at, at that point to decide buying a ticket. Um, but towards the late 70s, when my parents came here, we we're one of the first to come to um, the United States. And so, you know, us being so close to the United States, now that's why, you know, we have the numbers in the 13 million of people. Um, as far as, so 10% of the US foreign born population is from the Caribbean. Um, so one out of every 10 foreigners that you meet from the Caribbean, so big up on yourself. Um, now, I'm gonna ask a question. Yeah, you probably know. It's a good to be one of two answers. Which states do you believe has the highest number of uh, Caribbean people? New York. Florida. Wrong, ah, um, yeah. So 41% <laughs> so of Caribbean immigrants are in Florida and 26% are in New York. Yeah, we knew it was just one 20, of those two. 26%? Yeah, so all the Caribbean immigrants, 41% in Florida. You know, Florida is a, you know, it's, it's not right just there. It's the Miami, Fort Lauderdale. Yeah. It's right, right there. Um, you know, through Orlando, all over Florida. Florida is a, is a big ass state. Um, so, yeah, so they have the most number, but New York, you know, as, as we, New York have all of them sitting in one neighborhood. They're all in Brooklyn. So let me ask, when you when you say Caribbean, you are including the Spanish speaking Caribbean islands as well, right? Um, yes, 
or just Kinda. West Indians? The yes Which was kind of iffy. <laughs> I, I mean, the reason I say yes because yeah. in, in, in some of those numbers that included the Spanish, like in the 13 million number, uh -huh. that includes Puerto Ricans, Cubans. Um, some of those other numbers don't include it. So yeah, oh, wow. round it up or whatever to get that number. Hey, we have a, um, a special guest who, who mm. just arrived. Greybeard, introduce you, yourself, you, sir. Thank you, thank you, thank you. No long right. speech, you're, you're late, so you only get 10 right. seconds each time. Technically, I wasn't really late enough because I was listening to everything. I was listening to everything while I was. You're to a lie. <laughs> I, hear you, I hear you give you a spill from when you were in the apartment. I know them used to treat you bad. I hear Desiree said that you didn't <laughs> like being Caribbean, how them used to tease okay. her. Right. I hear text talk about him having his official Trini pass, but. Desiree didn't. Yeah, he's a, he he, he you is. You part of him, so he's a, he's now an honorary citizen of Trinidad and Tobago. And Desiree says she Desiree says she didn't approve it, so that not that not go over. <laughs> All right, That's okay. Right. You, you, you pass the pop quiz. All right, so now yeah. we're going to go to that section. We're going to talk about famous people from the Caribbean, and so I'm going to do this like as a quiz. Most of these, yeah, some see. of these, you're going to know off the top of the head, off the top of your head, and so uh, I'm going to go in in a circle based on the way my view is. So I'm going to call on somebody and you make a guess and then go. I know around. I'm all. I know I'm all. I want to <laughs> right. sit down, hang up, <laughs> put your phone on mute or whatever. I got <laughs> All right. Uh, if I had more time, we'd score it and give the winner a prize, a $5. I, I'll, I'll keep a, a Jamaican $5. All right. Uh, first one, everybody will know, Rihanna. Anybody have any idea where she's from? Barbados. Uh, Des, Des, you give me an easy too one. Easy. Too easy. Barbados. That's too easy. Everybody knows that. She's, she's but you not, know what's she's, funny? She's from, she's she's from, from Los Angeles. I'm joking. She's from Barbados, but she don't sound like Reggie. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, of what? She does. Of course she does. She <laughs> don't, she you, don't you, sound you, like Yeah, I mean, yeah, are you saying... She, she, are you saying she's not as sexy as Reggie? What are you saying? I don't really understand what you're saying. When she speaks, she speaks well, and she don't speak oh, like Reggie. Reggie, wow. Reggie, Reggie, bad, Reggie. bad talking Reggie. I won't, I won't mock anybody's accent because I know if we, people talk about Jamaican accent bad. Uh, but well, yes. well, well, there are two types. You know, you always have your uptown and your downtown. So maybe that's what she's talking about. Oh, OK, uh, yeah. I, I, I know. Well, actually, actually, I know where they're both from. Anyway, Reggie, I'm not going to, you know, I'm not going to be like your, your former friend up here um, <laughs> who calling you about how you talk. Big up yourself, Reggie Jugglers, one of the yeah, original man. First Friday people, helped build a thing from a long time. So, yes. you know. We don't listen to what police have to say. So, <laughs> pick up yourself, Reggie. Uh, all right, who else all you right. So, here's another one. So, uh, let me ask Blade. You, you might know, so I'm not even going to ask you. And so, again, so these people are either, either born in the Caribbean or parents or grandparents, meaning they have some lineage to the Caribbean on one side of the family. All okay. right? Beyonce. Oh! Oh, didn't know that one, did you? <laughs> uh, 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 
So, so I don't know. I don't know. What? You, if, your pass. Only Caribbean if if thing your pass, say your pass. No, your no, pass. I don't, the yeah, only yeah. Caribbean thing I know just is, pass, you know, you. is with Sean Paul and that's it. But, you know. So just say you don't know. I and, said I don't and know. And no Googling. I see over there Googling text. No, He's taking too long. He's taking too long. You're taking too So you don't know. Yeah, All right. I, I got the it. Next one. Yeah. All know. right, go on. I, can I talk? Yeah, go on. Matthew knows. Oh. Bohemian. Oh, yeah. All right. That's my boy. <laughs> All right, this, I, can't give, I, can't, I can't give Des all the easy, easy one because she's going to know this one. Nicki Minaj, yeah, yeah, turn it on. Uh, <laughs> what? Yeah, I thought I, she I, was I, Jamaican for sure by the way yeah, she behaves. Yeah, oh, by the way wow. she behaves. <laughs> what, what I just point? knew she was Jamaican. Please, just pl please explain what does that mean, Desiree or Lioness? <laughs> yeah, Are you saying something right. about Jamaicans? We How answers. do we go on? Uh, I'm just saying. I, I start stammer. All right. Okay. So I'll give you Kerry uh, Washington. <laughs> Jamaican. Who? Which Washington? Good. You call Which it one? Blade, is that, oh, yeah. I thought it was Kerry open. Washington. I didn't know you were in ah, scandal. That's a trick. All right. Blade, already give it that way. Our, our mother Blade. is Jamaican. Uh, Naomi Campbell, you probably know that. Uh, Eric Holder. First of all, do you know who Eric Holder is? He's a you poet. Eric a There's probably a poet named Eric Holder. But, but that's not the one he's talking Barack Obama's... Uh, Secretary of State, something like that? Barack Obama's first attorney general. Oh, yeah, that's it. <laughs> Is that, are you passing, Desiree? No, well, that's calm down. What's his last name? Holder? Holder. Holder. Yes. Um, Holder. So that's not really French. So he's not from a French oh. island. Hmm. So, yeah, yeah. Five seconds. If I'm going to go with Jamaica. Jamaicans, Jamaicans have regular, regular white people Wrong. last name. Wrong. Okay, fine. Stanislaus. I think it's... Where's that from? Blade, you got French. that one? Blade? Yeah, Blade, you huh? should know this one. You know this one? Uh-uh. You don't know? Mm -mm. Do you I think he's from, uh, from Barbados. Yes. Who is yeah, he? Yeah, I know you Google it, you know. But yes, yes, no. Barbados. His father is from Barbados. Uh, the next one, everybody know this one. Actually, let me ask this. She may not know. We like, we like to make police look bad on the show. So Yeah, um, obviously. <laughs> Colin Powell. Jamaica, oh, duh. Booyah. Yeah. Don't she play with yeah. me. See, I, I'm, I'm giving y'all an easy one. I'm from um all right yeah blade will know this one you know about tyson beckford jamaica um lenny kravitz kravitz oh. mm. Mm. blair five seconds if you don't get the so, you don't know it half one, of the family jewish three you have, four you know them like five, so you don't know just say you don't know i just you don't know what you say I say half I'm family Jewish and the other half into the Rasta thing. <laughs> which, so, which, which, which country they Rasta thing? Yeah, Mr. Rasta thing, you know the Rasta thing. Ah, uh, you don't know, so you don't know. So uh, based on okay. his last, based on his last Private. name, his skin complexion, his hairstyle. Skin complexion. No, last name out. and skin oh, complexion. That's the Jewish side I'm family. The Kravitz and others oh. are the Jewish side I'm family. I'm gonna say Jamaican and, again. What? Um. Wrong. No, it's um, not Jamaica. Mr. Tex? 
Tex? Bahamas. Yeah. Yeah, no. yeah, 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 yeah. So you're doing over there Googling, so I don't really come. But in <laughs> wait, man. Wait, so excuse me. Watch me. Right. <laughs> so wait, man. Because you're so y'all, Googling, bro. Listen, y'all find people from Trinidad, Jamaica, and Barbados. What happened to Haiti, San Lucia? Would you, would, would you just you Grenada? First of all, just, 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 you know, hey, I'm just going on. This is what Google said. <laughs> And you can't talk about some famous Lucians if you want. Besides, okay, I can tell you. I can tell you one. I can tell you one Guyanese that you would know. Who? Deborah Cox. Yes. Really? Deborah Cox is oh, yes. All right. Yeah, her yeah, father and mother. All right. Yeah. Uh, Who else did you say? I'm trying to think. All right. Next. So, um, Tupac. Tupac. <laughs> Two parts on so, doing doing uh, three police, two blade one. Uh, I'm doing all right. No, you can't. It's basically you versus police. That's doing Google MRI. Man, all right. Uh, <laughs> I'm on my Alicia, iPad. All right, uh, police, your turn. Alicia Keys. She knows Alicia that. Keys? I thought Five she was seconds. from New York. One, okay, hold, two, hold on. Three, four. Five, uh, pass. Blade, your turn. He's not that Jamaica. one. Jamaica. Jamaica. Yes, sir. Hey, Blade, you can't lose you the police. You give him credit for that? Hey, it's, wait, it's, it's, so, the, it's the people versus police. You can't lose the police. So wait now. Right. Is it because, Next, hold on. I, 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 Is it because she had some Jamaican in her? Or Both. Her father. Her father. Her father. different things. Her family. Right. Her so, so again, just, just to revisit the rules since police not paying attention, either the person was born in the Caribbean or their parents or, or at least one parent or a grandparent. So that, that, you know, just somewhere in the lineage, right? Okay, okay, okay. All right. So, I, I, all right. So now you have a chance to redeem yourself. Um, police, your turn. That's two, Sydney two. Potier. Jamaican, that uh, uh, wrong. Blit? I don't know that one. Huh? Sydney Poitier? Yeah. Uh, it's not I want to say Bahamas. I don't know you that. Know, uh, you know, uh, Haitian is not a bad guess because that's like a, like a Haitian name. Uh, uh, what, 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 what's your guess, sir? So my, what my, is your guess? My guess would be probably Lucian or somewhere in the Windward Islands. Yeah, that would be my guess. Ah, you're both wrong. So now we got to the um the phone of friend and I'll be text. <laughs> text. No, I don't know? know that one. I said Bahamas. I don't know. Hey, yeah, Bahamas, Bahamas. So really? He, so, yeah, yeah. He was <laughs> actually he was actually he was actually born in Miami, but his parents are from the Bahamas. So he he but you know, he was basically born here and then grew up in the Bahamas. So Ooh. now you know that. Um nice. now whose turn is it now? Police. Cicely You're Tyson. Picking. Cicely Tyson? First of all, you know who she is. I have a good guess on Trinidad. that one. Trinidad. Um, no. People in Trinidad can't act. No, I'm just joking. Um, besides you, it's a drama. Um, <laughs> so what so was that your guess? That's wrong. Um Mr. Blair? No idea. Mm. Um, Can I guess again? Text. I'm gonna say Haitian. Uh, wrong. Uh, 
and police um, on you, so you can't get one more wrong one. Yeah. This one is it's people versus police. So we can't lose yeah. the police. <laughs> All right, so you don't know. Uh St. Kitts. Our parents are from St. Kitts. Nice. Uh, All right. Um police, start off with you again. Uh Alfonso Ribeiro. Uh, Carlton from the Fresh Prince. Carl. Oh, I know that one. Oh, he's Spanish. Riviera. No, wrong. No, wrong. Riviera. Wrong. What? Wrong. Let me talk. Oh, Trinidad. Hey! Who texts you? Who texts you? Uh, text somebody texts you. Somebody texts you. Text you. Hey! Text you. No. First of all, you're watching your Facebook. People on Facebook talking. Aren't... No, no. Listen, uh, let me tell you where I got it from. Mm. I remembered finding out and thinking we're not claiming him. Uh, we didn't oh, want to claim him. Cool. Oh really? No, yeah, we didn't. We don't cool. want him. We we threw him back. So 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 I knew about that one because his grandfather. His grandfather was a, um, a big calypso singer back in the days, and his grandfather oh. used to be friends with um. The drug grandfather. <laughs> no, with with, oh. with 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 what's his name? That's friends with with um with with. MLK, he's still alive. He's Andrea, a huge Calypso singer. No, oh, uh, Belafonte. Uh, Harry Belafonte. His grandfather was in that circle. So yeah, that's why he was next on the list, but everybody know him. So I want to him call yeah. that one. All right. Uh, I actually that one. Whose turn now? Okay, yeah, yeah. Blade got that one. So next My one. Uh, Cuba Gooden Jr., Mr. Show Me the Money. The Crybaby? I know that one. He Jamaican. He act Jamaican. Wow. Why are you making that guess? First of all, you're wrong. Second of all, why you why you cause him cry, cry? He's a Jamaican? Mm -hmm. yeah, you've been dealing with the wrong Jamaican. <laughs> um, Ain't that the truth? <laughs> <laughs> uh, you're wrong. So, uh, Blade, no Googling. I see you looking down typing. No, I ain't typing. I'm looking at the Cuba Gooden. Uh -huh. He is. Um, from one of the small, I, I don't remember if it's Bahamas or the Virgin Islands. Island. They're all small. Except no, no, no. People. I don't remember if it's Bahamas or Virgin Islands, somewhere in that region. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How are you throwing too many, so many guesses in here? All it's of them wrong. Anyway, guesses. Anyway. All right. Cuba. Um, He's from Cuba. He's from Mr. He's from Cuba. <laughs> He's from Cuba. Cuba getting that kind of makes sense. <laughs> all right. <laughs> Mr. Tex. Barbados. Yep, 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 yep. All Man, right. That's, that's you're the phone cheating. Uh, I mean, he Googled all these people, so, you know, don't, I, don't really rate it too much. I read your mind. You're right. Google them. Um, all right. Police. Nia Long. She's mm. sexy. Let me see. Man, that is oh, not yeah. one of the answers. That is not one of the options. Five seconds. One. You two, know that one. Three. Barbados. Ah, wrong. He's uh, from your place. That could be any place. Beton? She's from Beton? No, she's from police's place. Police's back. Oh, yeah, so you. those are Blades points. Police, you don't get those points. Uh, if I'm Sandy right. LL Cool J is hard at ah. <laughs> All right. So what? Police, your guess? Yeah, have you scored any? All you got was um, Rihanna. She know no, that, that one. She know police that one. is okay. LL Cool J by the shape uh -huh. of his head and his big uh -huh. lips. You are you are the where you this criteria? Uh, now make it. 
Anyway, go I'm going to go with Jamaica. He kind of looks like you. Well, first of all, why is Jamaica so much on your mind? Everybody, everybody like calls Jamaica. LL? I, I want LA's bank account. Um, okay, so I got it right. Next. No, you did not. He, Blade, your turn. Come on, man. Y'all, y'all are terrible. Sex. Barbados, man. Barbados. All right. So all everybody right. from Barbados is like the fifth one, I guess, with Barbados. Big up yourself, Reggie. That's because you're talking all that shit about Reggie. Exactly. Reggie, exactly. Come back for on him. Um, Grace Jones, I'm going to guess that. Um, anyway, score update. Um, doing, doing six police for me for. Doing a really count. Doing scores are like mine. It's like him reading off my sheet. Um... Kelsey Grammer, you know who he is? First of all. Fraser. Fraser. Uh, police, your, your turn so we can make you get another one wrong. So the white guy? Um, yes. Barbados. Um, no. That would be incorrect. Um, Mr. Blade. I have no idea, but just going by his name and the way he talk, I'm guessing he's from a British place. I would say between Cayman or BVI. Hey, you, you, you can't throw your fingers that one. I'm just guessing based on the way he's, he, he's probably from south of Florida and north of South America. <laughs> Cayman uh, or BVI. What, 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 was, what was your guess? You're wrong anyway, but anyway. Yeah. Dex? No clue. <laughs> I want to know that. Uh, VI myself, big up on the sound. He's on the US. Really? Okay. So he's right. American. I should get honorable mention, even though I put the B before. No, 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 no. That that's a zero. Um okay. eh, all right. Police. Kareem Abdul Jabbar. First of all, you know who he is. I know you're like 25 years Basketball old. Basketball player. Whoop whoop. Okay, okay. All right. Mm -hmm. All right. What was his famous move? What was his move? Um, that's not his move. Anyway. <laughs> Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Um, mm, one, two, um, three. Ah, wrong. Mr. Uh, Blid. No boss. I ain't even know him of any Caribbean roots. I ain't even, I didn't, I didn't that's, know that's news. <laughs> <laughs> that's news to me. <laughs> yeah, I had no idea. Text, you don't know either? Nah, news to me. Trinidad grandparents. First of all, who really? Texas? Somebody text huh? Somebody text Does she get that point? Yes, yeah, I get yeah, the point. Yeah, she get that point. She, she did. She did. Give her the point. Give her the point. It's been a rough month for the police. So I didn't know that. We'll give her like a blind. Um, We're actually related. We're actually related. You're too a lie. Y'all <laughs> about the same same height. No, yeah. No. This name probably not going to ring a bell, so I'm not going to really. I'll, I'll just state it because I, ne I never knew this either. But Shirley Chisholm, who was the first black congresswoman and the first black woman to run for president, parents are from the from Barbados and Guyana, so that's something nice. to to know. All right, um, police, you again, Malcolm X. Wow, one, Malcolm X. Blade two, know that one. Look at him. Three, four. Make a guess. Haiti. Wrong. Um, you're close in the Caribbean. Um, <laughs> <laughs> somewhere in the Atlantic Ocean. <laughs> yeah. Somewhere in the blue water. All right. Um, Six, your guess. Hey, no, no, go on your turn. 
Man, we had for them tell me, they're not telling me. Oh, 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 are people me? in the chat oh, telling no. you? Hold people on. People up there Googling, man, that don't count. Yeah, people <laughs> in the Facebook. chat telling me. Nah, uh, they, just they, they don't know either. Text, you know? Nah, I don't know that one. Uh, uh, Malcolm his X. mother is from Grenada. Oh, oh that's so awesome. All right. Uh, Marcus Garvey, yeah, St. Andrew. Jamaica. Me and uh, Mr. Blade, so everybody know that one. Uh, and two more on the black activists um, front. Um, Louis Farrakhan. Jamaica. First of all, you know who he is? Yes. Yo, stop balling out. I read the point there. Well, that, that's, that's part of the answer. So extra credit if you get where his mother is from. His father from Jamaica. Mother is from the Caribbean also. Ah, police, you, you get that like a half a point there, Blade. Police. Well, Jamaicans are known to fall in love with Trinis, oh. so I'm going to go with Trinidad. Uh, you would be wrong. Um, Blade? <laughs> well, she said that Blade. with confidence too, boy. She knew that was right. Okay. <laughs> Facts. <laughs> yeah, like facts. <laughs> yep, facts. Yeah. I believed. I, be I was a believer. All right, mother. I know. I mother. believed it too. I was like, yeah, that's all right. <laughs> Father's from Jamaica. Mother from one, two. Saint Vincent. Saint Vincent. Yeah, you're close. You got the Saint Parker. Saint Kitts. Lucia. Um. All right, and the last one. Uh, are you familiar with the name Stokely Carmichael? Yes. Stokely Carmichael, Black Panther, Black activist. Um, uh, so he is, I think he was actually, yeah, he was actually born in the Caribbean. Um, so, uh, Carmichael. Carmichael. Stokely Carmichael. Zapase, mm. Nabule. Five seconds. That's a white last name, so I'm gonna go with Two. Saint Lucia. Uh, no, the only famous person from Saint Lucia is Bashman Hughes, and he's not on. Trinidad. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> hey, yeah, 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 yeah. Even though you got two guesses, yeah. Thank yes. you. He's from. He's actually born in Trinidad, so. Nice. Oh, really? Okay. Right. Yeah, man. I think I did hear that before. All right. What's the score? So, that that who, who wins? Yeah, Blade, you better not lose the police. I lost the police. You did? So, yeah, so Duyen had eight police, have six, and I have five. So what do I get? Um, you a round of applause. You get a Soul Rebel t-shirt. Yes, you do. You get a Soul Rebel t-shirt. Oh, that's what I've always wanted. All right, of course. Most people All right. <laughs> all right, so that was a little, um, you know, hey, I, I, I looked all this up last night, and most of those I did not know. I probably know, like, yeah. Brianna, Mark, you know, you know, um, Harabella Fanta and people like that. But most of these, I had no idea that there is some Caribbean root there. Um, and, you know, so if we, we look at just the contributions of Caribbean people, it is all across the board in every, in sports and medicine and science and entertainment, you know, so, you know, again, we've been here from the beginning. So um, with that, uh, I have like just some discussion questions, you know, we're pushing up on 10 o'clock now, but we'll just go through some of these. Um, 
I, you know, Blade hasn't been here, so you know, I'm have some big long speech. So let me no big long speech. I've been drinking. I've been drinking. Um, all right. So actually, it's a question for everybody. Um, and it's a, it's like like a two part question. Um, why do you think that it is? So even though the, the, this this month, the celebration of this month started in you know 2006, and now here 14 years later, 2020. Um, why do you think that this the the notoriety and pop, popularity of this as Caribbean Heritage Month has not really caught on to the mainstream Caribbean person? And with that said, what do we need to do? Since we all acknowledge that this is important, what do we need to do in order to get it to that level? So um, I have one question before you go to that. Is, is that a holiday that people celebrate in the Caribbean? No, 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 no. Mm -hmm. it, it is, it is, it is it Caribbean that, American heritage. Yeah. So okay. It's something that's okay. only relevant to Caribbeans in the United States. Right. So it's, it's, it's based, you know, basically, you know, in 2006, let's say, you know, Caribbean people have been there from the beginning. They built this country in many different ways. They do all sorts of different things. Um, yes, we have Black History Month. Not every, you know, person in the Caribbean is Black. We need to acknowledge specifically Caribbean culture. And so it's, it is out of that that it started. And that's what this is about. So, um, so we can talk about, you know, why it is that it has not caught on yet. Probably the more relevant question, because it's more of an action item. What do we need to do in all of our different walks in life in order to get it well known? You know, you watch, you know, CNN, MSNBC, and what have you. You know, when it's uh, Hispanic Heritage Month or Asian Heritage Month, it's all over the place. You know, because you know, I, I'm sure it didn't just start like from day one. They had to do things. So, how do we get it to be? First of all, we have to accept you know, it for it to. You know, if I, I bet if you ask nine out of ten. Caribbean people, they have no idea that this celebration even exists. So um, what do we need to do in order to get this information known and get people to um, to celebrate um, the contributions of Caribbean Americans in, you know, in the United States? Action items, what do we do? America is about the green. America is about the dollar bill. When you think about Hispanic Heritage Month or Hispanic holidays from Cinco de Mayo, those are all holidays that have been monetized. Be it a day, be it a week, you look at Valentine's, it's monetized. You look at every holiday that they put like a lot of emphasis behind, is monetized. We have to figure out a way to monetize Caribbean Heritage Month. This is a capitalistic society that we're in. They don't monetize speak it anything. For monetize it for us or to make everybody eat the food off? Everybody. If it's just us, they're not going to be that interested. If they're able to you know, make money off of it and not just a money, but make significant amount of money off of it, then it will be something that they'll be behind. Think about who makes off Thanksgiving. Think about who makes off, you know, Easter. Christians ain't making off Easter. It's all the Easter bunnies and everybody manufacturing the eggs and all them things. Those are the people who are making money. All mark with the cards. You think about Christmas. It has nothing to do with Christ. It's all about, you know, the gifts, the cards, money. So, we have to figure out a way to where it can be monetized. And once you monetize it, it's something that will be taken off. You have to pick maybe like one day each week out of the month and be like, yo, that's a major day. Whether it's a major drinking day, whether it's a major festival day, whether it's a major, you know, travel day where everybody have to link up 
on that day, Caribbean people have to link up somewhere, somehow. So something from airline industry have to make a money off of it for traveling, you know, logistically from, you know, cards, from booze, liquor companies, you know, food. And then you look at television, they want their money. They want either the advertising revenue or they want to know that you have some pharma, you know, movies or whatever it is that they can sell to the masses that they're making money off. There's no money being made. It's just going to be one of those backroom holidays that get celebrated among the Caribbean people only. Okay. So you're well, money. Yeah, so I think we basically, as promoters ourselves, we need to pull our resources together. We have all these parties um, every week and at, at different times of the year. Why not pull our resources together and make sure those events happen in June? Um, that would bring major attention to what's going on. So, I mean, mm -hmm. short and sweet, that's my answer. Yeah, I think I, <clears throat> I mean, I agree with Blade um, completely. Yes, the Hispanics have Cinco de Mayo, and you think of the food and the margaritas. So, who doesn't like good tacos and margaritas, right? And so, it, like is big money, and it is a big money. It is it is a big money making situation for the Hispanics, but the Chinese people who also have their own community who have big money in in uh, you know the capitalism, as you say. But I don't recall celebrating anything Asian, so that kind of doesn't back up or support your, yeah, yeah, your argument. Like but, the way, but, the way, but the way the Chinese structure themselves, they don't structure themselves that way. They structure themselves to benefit uh -oh. from what we're doing because they are the ones that are, in a lot of cases, running the restaurants. They are, a lot, right. they are the ones, in a lot of cases, that are selling these supplies to everybody else who are doing the footwork. You know what I'm saying? Right. So they're benefiting that way. The only holiday I know them celebrate here, at least in Houston, in our area, is Chinese New, New Year. Year. Chinese and New that's Year. That's when right. they block off the street and do their stuff. You know what I'm saying? But other than that, right. every holiday, they are positioned as merchants where right. you go celebrate and pay us to celebrate. You well, I'm not, I'm not denying what you're saying. I'm just saying, but to, to say, what do we need to do? And I've spoken to Patrick before. I told him that maybe he should consider moving the Caribbean festival to June since Caribbean Heritage Month is in June and let the festival with the carnival and everything be in that month. That was my suggestion. I think that would be a good look that if that's our month, let it be our month. And, yeah. I, and, so, I, and, and I don't even want to see Patrick do that because you know when you have a, a event centered around a holiday, it's hard to move, especially yeah. when he has been Fourth of doing July. that for yeah. years at 4th of July. What I would right. like for us to do, since there is no Jaga and none of these other things going on and Galveston is wide open, is team up and approach the city of Galveston, for example, and come up with something that we all collectively are behind and for present Caribbean it to them. Trip for Caribbean Heritage Month and do it that way. That would make more sense. If you look at the only two things that they have in June here, you have the reggae festival that they do. You know what I'm saying? And actually now they have yeah. two reggae festivals. I forgot that they split. Well, another thing too, it's a lack of um, knowledge. Nobody knows. Just like for years, nobody knew about Juneteenth. It's only now that Juneteenth is getting some kind of notoriety because of what's going on you know, in the in world Baytown. and people, just, people are screaming Juneteenth, Juneteenth, but for the longest people didn't know or right. celebrate Juneteenth either. So yeah, it's just so a lot I, of knowledge. Yeah, so I, I, I agree with, you know, most of the points made. Um, the two that I want to circle in, I, what, in, in what Des said, I think it's really, really important. And that, that's, that's one of the reasons why we wanted to dedicate this entire show. And our bug I think is going around the world, you know, with, police shootings and a lot of you know serious topics that we could talk about 
I didn't even mention you, Desiree or Linus. Um, but I think for the most part, people don't know. You know, which Caribbean person you know don't like celebrating? You know, we celebrate every single thing. Everything. I, I, I think I think it is a lack of knowledge. Therefore, us who are visible in the community, you know, us, you know, from you know, media standpoint, um, you know, social media, uh, entertainment promotions, it is us up to us to get the word out. So and and you know, so once the word is out, also piggybacking on what um, what Dwayne said, use our resources to put together. It could be a, a whole month of celebration, you know, and entire month of June, and then you know, Patrick, you know, we, we kind of build right into characters or right, uh, right. what I'm not sure what it's called nowadays. Um, but yeah, so you know, it could you know uh, dedicated to the the music, you know, have, you know, shows or like cultural events where you bring kids and um, all sorts of different things. So we can knock heads around that, you know, it's a lot of us yeah. here in the community who, who have done this for our own events. Um, I think there are ways at which we can come together to do a series of events and invite everybody to come watch we ever, you know, throughout the whole city. So it's something that's, that's catered, not just for us as Caribbean people, but because people love our food, they love our vibes, they love how we are, and that's something that we need to do. So you know, but start where you're at. Also, that's all they know when they hear of Caribbean. All they know is good food, good music, winding up on the place, carnival. It needs to be more than just that. We are more than just that. We're bigger than that. Um, what I would, what I would like to see, and I've shot this around, is lessons in like pan. Um, lessons in Moko Jumbi, oh, yeah. lessons in uh, just things that, even if it's a short lesson on how to speak Patois or right. the slang, um, something no, like that. Right. No, not Jamaican uh, Patois, St. Lucian <laughs> Patois. Ah, uh, no, that, so, that's, that's, that's not even English. It um, should anyway, definitely be a teaching moment. Let's not make it only right. about a party or a festival or food or let's yeah. make it a teachable moment. And, and as I put on my promoter hat now, that is exactly the vision of our Taste of the Caribbean Festival, yeah. Labor Day Sunday every year. The, the, the vision behind it has always been to celebrate the overall culture of the Caribbean. That's the English, Spanish, French Caribbean. Um, the music, the food, the culture, the arts, all of that, celebrate all aspects of it. So that's the vision behind that. You know, that's, that's you know, um, in September timeframe, but, um, I agree with you, is that, yes, people know the food and the music and the wind up and all that. I'm not saying that that's not important because, you know, that's probably how we all got here. But, mm -hmm. um, <laughs> <laughs> but yes, it, it, it's, to, there, we are a diverse people. We have, we do all sorts of different things and to just celebrate the contributions of Caribbean people to this country in different ways. So that, that was the first. I will, the next question I had was can I already answer that? I'm going to skip on to the next one. Um, so those of us who migrated here, well, so let me ask this. Um, and this this could be a short answer, but in what what is the singular area that you think um, has been the biggest contribution of Caribbean people to this country. If you were to just pick one area 
or you know um that we've had made the largest stamp on this country what would you what would you say to this i mean it's between the food and the music i said one not two music 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 all right so you said the music all right um dex i'll go with music mm -hmm. all right so now we give blade his 15 minutes go ahead <laughs> Please not 15. I got to work in the morning. So I, I, I wanted to say music, but then I think about the impact of Marcus Garvey and, you know, yeah. everything that spiraled after that. So I have to say culture. And I think, I, boy, that was a short answer. Blade, you're, you're improving. Um, <laughs> I, yeah, so yes, I think it, you all sum it up in culture. You know, as we say in Jamaica, we look at what we're talking about. You know, we are small but we have a large imprint on world culture um as we come up with the caribbean in general um you know but yeah music food sports we've made our mark i will probably dedicate a whole segment in this in another episode but hip-hop music itself is here because of jamaica and jamaican Ooh, people and jamaican cultural tradition Big up well, her. We'll, we'll get that into more detail and I will segment on it. But uh, I promise you uh, the Africans would probably fight you for that title. Okay. That's fine. Hey, we got hands too. Yeah. <laughs> the, sound, the sounds originated in Africa first, first, no, first. No, but it's not, it's not, it's not. But there, there, so you should tune into that episode. There, I, I'll tell you exactly how. It's not just the music and the sound, it's just the overall toasting on the mic. You know, you know, live to five, it ain't no drive. It's it's from that Jamaican tradition that they do in the seventies and dance song back in Jamaica and toast on oh. the mic and that brought that to Bronx and Jamaicans you know, always to want the credit. I mean, it, 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 it's 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 simply a fact. It is a fact. <laughs> Google that. Google that. Anyway. No. Um, all right. Okay. So uh all right. So the next question I have now is uh, around, we've all, you know, migrated here, either us directly or our parents, um, or, you know, born e either way. And we can talk about the benefits that has, it has had for United States. On the flip side, what detriment do you think it has been to our native lands for the amount of people that have left our native land to seek opportunity elsewhere. Oh, Blair raised his hand. Oh, Lord. So it's not like a long answer. No. What no, was no, the no, question? You didn't, you it was didn't a long it? question. All right, so let me ask it again. Yeah, because um, I dozed off. Because, because police don't pay attention. Um, what? It, so we can talk about the contributions that, that Caribbean people have made to the United States. Mm -hmm. On the flip side, to what detriment has it been for a mass migration of Caribbean people from our native lands. What, to what detriment has it been to our native lands? You understand now? Oh, I understand. Blair. Okay, all right. Let's check it. Blair, your turn. No, ladies oh. first. Go ahead, police. Go ahead, this. Police. Um, pass. No, 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 no. Passing was for the <laughs> road. You can't pass that one yeah. No, <laughs> no. <laughs> I mean, honestly, I don't, I don't really feel like 
I don't feel like they lost anything because even when you're here and you Good make riddance, your mark just here, gone. <clears throat> I'm right. saying though, you make your mark here and your your country, your island still gets the credit for it. So I don't really know what they've lost. Okay. All right. All right. In, this in, is my the, teachable moment. Y'all teach me. Okay. In the case of Jamaica, we lost a lot, right? Jamaica, when we started migrating to the U.S. specifically heavily. Oh, we this looks like it's going to be long. Let me get caught. It's going to be about two minutes. So, so Jamaica specifically, right? When we started migrating heavily to the U.S., at that point, our economy was the top economy in the region, right? It was the top economy in the region. Um, we were going through some stuff with political changes. USA interfered with the CIA, all that stuff. And it caused a lot of people to get fearful. And what happened is that we, we experienced a brain drain because the people that migrated from Jamaica during that time were the brightest, the smartest, the most talented ones. They were the ones that left. That was in the mid seventies. They were the ones that left. And it left everybody else who were like C, C and D students to figure out how to run the country because everybody who were smart left. <laughs> Saying, uh, the doctors left, the lawyers left. Nobody the dunks them left. You exactly. can email him at. No, they can check it before, you, before, you, before you email. Before you email, you can these check it. These are not it's, the it's opinions written. of Saul Rebel Production. Yes, these it, are his individual opinions. It, it's written. It's written. So majority of who were left were left to pick up the pieces. So you're saying be a dunce left back a yard? You know. Pretty much. Wow. Be a sick man. Yeah, so like <laughs> right? So, so as far as what it did to that I society, do not agree. All right, go on. Go on, go on, go on. Go on. As, far, as far as what it did to that society back then, it, it, it crippled it in many ways. Right? So you went from having the best economy in the region, some of the brightest, smartest people in the region, trading off with Cuba, with, you know, producing some of the most brilliant doctors in the region, to now you know, you don't have those anymore. All of them migrate. So, you know, we were building hospitals and all of that stuff were, take, were, were taking place at that point. And then all of, that, all of a sudden, all that come to a halt. And you see the effect because two and a half, three years later was the bloodiest election in the Caribbean. You know what I'm saying? That's when they elected um, Edward Siaga into power. And that was the bloodiest election. There was nobody mm -hmm. having the ability to reason anymore. It was just we're going to skip all over the US and the CIA interference. Yeah, yeah. No, I mentioned that. Dropping I mentioned guns that. in the place. That no, is why that election. I mentioned was that. Yeah. I said at the hands, I mentioned that before. I said the CIA yeah. involved and you know in they were integral in destabilizing it. They and were integral in dance people. In 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 in, in <laughs> but if you're smart enough, if you had some ability, uh, you wouldn't have taken gun from people who kill off your brother. Uh, just because it's, right, you, know, so, you, you know it's deeper than yeah. You know it's much deeper than So, so I, I, mean, I, I disagree with Blade on that one. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. Me too. Uh, I just, let I the totally record agree. show. Yeah, <laughs> we all Blade. disagree. Number one, <laughs> number one, the people in power at the time, um, the politicians are what cause basically. Um, the country's economic status to falter. Uh, it was greedy politicians. So those politicians didn't have anything to do with the people that migrated to the US. Now, I, I agree in the fact that um, uh, the people that did migrate to the US left 
left holes and gaps in the country. Like you said, the doctors, the lawyers and things like that, that if they would have stayed would have been beneficial to the country itself because one of the main things in Jamaica, the um, hospital system is terrible. And um, I know for a fact that during that time, a lot of doctors and um, nurses and things like that migrated to US for better opportunities. So um, in that aspect, yes. Um, we lose in that aspect of it. And then also skilled workers. Um, you know, America is a land of opportunity. You know, that, that's what we're all sold. And, and where do everybody go the first stop? They go, to, they go to New York and then pretty much they disperse from there all over the US. So those skilled workers and laborers are, are, were needed in Jamaica and a lack of them because they moved here. So in that aspect is where I see we, you know, we took the L. There. But it, it, yeah. it wasn't it wasn't just the lawyers and doctors and, and and you know like skilled workers too because you know we were a booming farming industry right but the sugar mm -hmm. was rated top in the world our bauxite our was up there our um coffee was you know flip flopping between Colombia and gold for number one and two in the world you know what I'm saying beer all those things that we had in terms of food was up there then when they came and it was like okay you guys can farm. We're going to take you, we're going to pay you a little bit more to go on this farm work. So now you have a gap. You don't have anybody else doing the farm work. Then you look at all these guys who work at the backside farms, who were the engineers, who were the ones, the brains behind it. They got plunged. They got sent to Canada and got sent to other places. You looked at all the people who were doing welding, who were doing woodwork, carpentry, who were into all of these other skill sets. Skilled that they workers. Have. They got them pulled down. So, <laughs> It, 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 it's it's all across. So I'm not just saying it was just the intellects or whatever. It's in every... So you did. You said them. all the dunce them were left. Yeah, after them, because everybody had to sit the dunce them left to figure it out. Then because everybody had to dunce them. That's, 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 that's a long oh, shot. That's, uh, again, so those are the opinions of Blade. Um, uh no I, I definitely don't agree with the the dunce part um at all <laughs> not even a look of it no, but um what what you know and and we'll, we'll i think this is this this point is important enough to dedicate the whole segment to it on a future episode is around that time that's when i was still living in jamaica um you know late 70s early 80s the how jamaica specifically got caught up in a rich white man's game, you know, um, whereas the United that? States and uh, <laughs> where they- Y'all got, they, hey, y'all got 10 minutes or I'm gonna be divorced. Uh, what that got to do with what we're talking about? Anyway, um, so, or you have, you have the United States and um, the Soviet Union using Jamaica as a, as a pawn, right? You, the, between Jamaica and Cuba and, you know, infiltrating and sending weapons and interfering with the elections and all these things um, that had, you know, made a, played a major role in things spiraling out of control in that bloody 1980 election. Um, but, you know, that, that, that's, a, that's a big topic. Um, so, um, and so I, we'll, we'll cover that in a future episode. I, I, we, we, we can all agree that it did have an impact. But you have, when you have, you know, thousands millions of um, people leaving a country, whether skilled or you know not skilled or what have you, when you have that amount of talent leaving a country, 
and just sending back remittances. Yes, that helps the economy in, in one way, but what if those people were in the island itself and helping that island grow and producing and creating businesses there and what have you. So we know there's an impact, exactly how you quantify it. I don't know how you can, but we know that there's an impact. Um, lastly, before I wrap up, um, I think, you know, we're, we're all here through immigration um, and um, just to personalize it and you can feel free to answer or not. Um, what is your personal immigration story? Um, how did you end up being in this place? You know, we can talk about the numbers and the statistics and generally, um, you know, to kind of personalize that, bring it back to a man or woman level. Um, share your immigration story. And if nobody wants to share it, I'll share mine. Blade, talk about when them kick you out of the I, I wasn't trying to come here. <laughs> <laughs> I've said that there, there's no secret. I was okay in Ocho. I was good. I wasn't trying to come here. But I was a kid. I was young. So your parents made a decision for you. you know, uh, but this, the, the news and what we were seeing, LA riots and firing up. I, I wasn't trying to come here. I was good in Ocho. <laughs> this was the last place. The only place I wanted to go was England. Because back then in Jamaica, we used to watch like Allo Allo and Mr. Bean and, you know, all that stuff. So I wanted to go to England, but I wasn't trying to come to the US. Mm. So my immigration story is my parents said, look here, look man, we'll bring you in this world and we'll take you out the world. You're coming. <laughs> and I said, yes, boss. Matter of fact, they mean to tell me lie. They say you're going on the plane on Wednesday. So I said, uh, okay, I'm going to tell my little girlfriend by on Monday. Uh, and they told me that, hey... <laughs> Monday, Monday, Monday afternoon, they told me that, hey, follow me to the airport. I'm going to do something. And I'm kidding. I ain't, no, I ain't, I ain't even have a suitcase. <laughs> <laughs> I, go, I go airport Monday. I'm still in my cut-up pants. I'm a little uh, polo shirt with my Nike Air Max. Got airport Monday. You did rich. You know. Yeah, Nike, yeah, you're, Nike. Rich. you're rich. Mm. I'm like airport. a batter. Yeah, when we go to the airport, that's when they buy the ticket at the airport. <laughs> you buy the ticket at the airport and say, you're not going to stay down there. Go on. Your uncle will wait for you at Philadelphia. I was like, okay. So where you go first? New York? Philadelphia. I yeah, came to Philadelphia with 22 inches of snow with a little windbreaker. Uh, when I come off an air, airplane, my worst one go back to my yard because I said, I'm going to make Philly for that place. 22 inches of snow, dog. That's what I mean. Remember, I mean, I cut up jeans, earmuffs, and polo shirt. I have nothing in winter jacket on. Uh -huh. You understand? That, that me come up for into. I never want this. I want them in my yard. I left off a beach and I come to this. No, boss. Would you go back to live? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. If finances were okay, if finances were okay, if, you know, in terms of ability to earn i would love to spend like half of the time in the islands in the caribbean and like that i have you know elsewhere but there, there yeah there, there's there's yeah. nothing going on there where i'm like i wouldn't go back no every time i go back to the islands regardless if it's jamaica or whichever island in the caribbean once you exit immigration you just feel like a gorilla hop off of your back like this big that's true weight just come off of your back like yeah, yeah, you yeah, feel yeah. light, care yeah. just light. 
that feeling you don't get here. The, the, the last yeah. two days before I leave the Caribbean to come back here is depressing. It's sad. Uh -huh. The last two days, the night before, you drink the heaviest. The <laughs> night before you're supposed to go to the stage. That night, you drink the heaviest. Hey. Okay, I'll come back to the you better mind Mr. Trump send your back. Hey. Hmm. The beauty about it, the beauty All about right. it is that I stayed in touch with everybody there. I made sure that we never stood stone behind me. So uh, all right. Anybody else want to share their story? Well, my story is a lot different from y'all. Conceived in Jamaica. Okay. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Grandma went to New York. Rest in peace, Grandma Vadagavi. Um, went to New York. Got papers, first one she sent for was my mother. So um, she came from Jamaica to New York, Brooklyn. I was born like a month later. So that's my story. Uh -huh. Police, <clears throat> I know you're my born story, in Baytown. Yes, but, I was born in Baytown, but, right, but yeah. my, my grandfather was a welder. He, my grandmother was a nurse. They moved their six children who are all Trinidad born, moved up to the Virgin Islands where my grandfather continued to work in a plant. And then they moved to Baytown, Texas where Exxon is the biggest plant. And that's where he retired from. My grandmother continued to be a nurse. But what's funny about that story, he said he didn't wanna come here. My aunts and my mom and uncles, they were happy to come here for whatever reason. and. If you speak to them, you would never know that they was from the islands. The only person that kept up with it, thank God, was my mom. And she passed it on to me and I'm passing it on to my son. But my aunts and uncles, none of them married Caribbean people. They married all out of uh, their race. And my mom was the only one that married somebody from the Caribbean. So that's interesting to me. But yeah, hmm. that's my story. It, it, it's not, it's not unfamiliar though because even in jamaica there is like a section of jamaica where they believe that is the way to go and like even when you come here you're not supposed to speak patwa like how we doing now and talking now is the ultimate sin like it hurt the hell out of them yeah. uptown downtown a, thing yeah there's a large section of people who believe that even in some of the groups that i'm in on facebook right now you know so that they got in in argument with your friend chris with tabita because you type in a pop up. You're so ghetto. Oh my God. You're talking it. And I'm reading it like that's a native tongue in a Jamaican group. And yeah, because somebody yeah. type in a pop up. So it's it's yeah. it's everywhere. It's not yeah. So so my um my story is so the same bloody election time period we're talking about, 1980. You know, I was living in Jamaica then and you know it things were dangerous. You know, then I wasn't in town. It was really bad in town. It wasn't that bad in the country, but things were dangerous. So my, my parents were just looking for another option, you know. And and so they basically, as as a you know, my father's a principal, my mother's a teacher, they went to Florida for a a conference, um, fully intending to overstay their visas, which is exactly what they did. And while we were still back in Jamaica. From there, um, left and went to New York. And my mother told me this, they left from Jamaica to the US with I think $56 because that was the maximum amount that, that they would allow you to carry so that people didn't overstay their visas. So they came here $56, um, you know, we're still back in Jamaica living with auntie. And, you know, they were in New York 
you know, working and sending things back for three and a half years, you know, until mommy got somebody to sponsor her, you know, and then from that, she was able to, you know, you know, come back, you know, first of all, get daddy, get daddy um, sponsored and, you know, legalized. And then, and then they came back, you know, four years to come and get us. The thing to understand about that is, you know, we're from country, no, no phone, nothing like that. So for that long period of time, we didn't speak to, you know, mommy and daddy at all. Uh, well, maybe like once or twice we got to visit a, a cousin and, you know, in, in, in Kingston where they have phone. So that's a long, nowadays you can't imagine that, right? Because you can't Skype mm -hmm. and FaceTime and all these things, but just, I just want to big up, you know, the, the parents, such as my parents and other parents who left during that time, um, who, you know, sacrificed a hell of a lot to come here and give, and they did that entirely for us. That is why they did it because, you know, they were fine, you know, they were doing well, but they wanted to give us opportunity. So everybody of that generation who made such sacrifices to give their kids an opportunity to make something out themselves and make a thing in life, you know, you know, big them up. So, you know, my story is, is that it's not an uncommon story. That's everybody's story, you know, or those who came before us sacrificed a hell of a lot for us to be doing things. And so, you know, we'd like, it's our goal to make them proud each and every day with the way we live our life and the accomplishments that we make. So, um, do you ever wonder what life would have been like had you still been in Jamaica? Um, I do. I, I think about that all the time. Um, you know, thinking from what I do and what my interests have always been, I'm pretty sure I'll be living in Kingston, which is a place, you know, it's, I'm not, it's not my favorite place. Because I love the country life. But from um, the, just from, you know, I've always been a technically inclined person. And to get those kind of jobs, you know, with, 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 you know, those sorts of companies doing that, I'm pretty sure I would be doing that living in town somewhere. Um, so I, it, it crosses my mind every now and then. I also think about if, you know, if daddy didn't have a cousin in Houston for him to come and visit Houston and, and prefer it to New York, my life would have been like if I had gone to New York where they were and grew up there. Uh, I think it would have been different. That's another place that I couldn't see myself living. I like visiting, couldn't see myself living there. So I think about that all the time. But, you know, things work out as they did for, you know, you know, Jagai, you know, so that, that's the way he that, ordained things. That, that, that's one of the two things I think about now and then, right? So the first one was, you know, when I passed my SATs or whatever, I got choices between Old Dominion, Prairie View, and Michigan State, right? And a few others, but those were the three that responded first with scholarships and all that stuff, right? And I just happened to have an aunt who'd been to Prairie View. <laughs> that's how Prairie View got picked, right? Mm -hmm. But I wanted to go to Old Dominion because they had a soccer program, you know what I'm saying? And I was like, I'm playing soccer in Jamaica in college, so it would be a nice of a transition. But Where's Old Dominion? Uh, I think up Boston, up that side, somewhere up north. Okay. I don't want to lie to you. I didn't even visit the campus. I just got the... It's in Virginia. Next. In Virginia? Yeah, <laughs> I, I, I never visit the campus. I know it's up north somewhere. Well, at least on your but, camera. But, but that was... That was one of the things that I asked. What if I didn't come to Houston and I picked one of those schools? You know what I'm saying? Because yeah. I, had, I had folks from Knox who went to Michigan State. It was like, other, like five other people who went there. You know what I'm saying? That yeah. I would have been going there with. 
So that was one of the things. And coming here yeah. and all the stories you heard before coming to Texas, you know, all that stuff. And then, you know, before coming to the States, period, I just got a job as assistant manager at a hotel. I'm, you know, I'm making yeah. my own way down there yeah. in Jamaica. I wasn't thinking about here. You know what, what I'm saying? About like, his rent a dread. Well, no, I, I was braided up at them. No, them. You know, at Conroe's and, you know. Anyway. But, so, I mean, we could, we could really, yeah. So that, that's, uh, um, we can we'll talk about that for a while. But, you know, this uh, episode was, you know, to just um, celebrate all things Caribbean. You know, I um, hope it was uh, informative. I hope it was entertaining. Um, but, you know, we're just, you know, taking a break from the kind of heavy topics we've been covering the first um, few weeks because, hey, that's that's our world. That's where we live. And we have to discuss these things. But in the midst of all of that, um, we are who we are because of our Caribbean heritage. Everything that I am, everything that I value in life, it is because of that upbringing and being raised by strong Caribbean parents on strong Caribbean people. My values, the way I see the world is through that lens. Um, so we celebrate um, Caribbean American Heritage Month and we hope to educate more people about this um, holiday. It's not a holiday, it's a celebration, like a, a, a month. You know, we can do this, you know, every week, but, um, you know, it's important to acknowledge the contributions that we've made up throughout um, this society since the very foundation of this country till today, from Alexander Hamilton to this policewoman you see over here. So um, we all have a lot. Uh, this this country um, has benefited from our presence here, and we should be proud of that and acknowledge it and sing it from the rooftop. So with that, um, that's kind of my closing thoughts, and we're going to wrap up this thing now. Uh, anyone else has some closing thoughts that they would like to state? And uh, I just um, highly recommend and suggest that if you have an American friend, Asian friend, Hispanic friend, or coworker, whatever it is, take them to a Caribbean restaurant. It's Caribbean restaurant week for I love everything Caribbean, right? ILBC. I, I, I know I screwed that up. Anyways, Blade will plug oh, it. But definitely take a friend that's not Caribbean background and just introduce them to something, even if it's a, a song, a playlist, a movie, a something. And um, that's how we spread the word and just introduce somebody to something. Or you can bring them to Alter Ego next week, Saturday. Make sure Go you on. have your cooler. And your mask. And your mask. And your mask. <laughs> and your mask. Such a promoter. She's such a promoter. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, definitely just spread it. Spread the love, spread the culture for sure. Yeah, man. Bigger police, thank you for being our special guest without any hard questions like we had last week. Appreciate it. Teacher All promoters, June 2021. Let's make it, let's make it big. Let the world know what yeah. we're about. Yeah, everybody. Let's link up on the big things all month long. So every like, week something not going. So like there's a leader, so right? We have Caribbean Heritage Month. <laughs> we have Caribbean Heritage Month going on. That's the reason why we're talking about this. And for Caribbean Heritage Month, we have Caribbean Restaurant Week. We wanted to, you know, do something 
with our platforms to celebrate the Caribbean restaurants, right? Jamaican restaurants included. <laughs> so we wanted to do that. <laughs> of course. We're no, you're pointing for the Jamaican, so that's why. But anyway. No, no, no. I'll just, you know. Yeah. So yeah. one of the things we did, because this is something that I've been trying to push since 2015. I've been trying to like, let's celebrate the Caribbean restaurants. Let's, but we never really had the time because for Caribbean Heritage Month, we always have like a lot of things going on, right? Every weekend is something, so we never have the time to do it. So this year, COVID gave us no excuses. We have time. So we decided to use the time to reach out to as many restaurants we can across the United States, so from New York to New Orleans to Atlanta to Arizona and Texas. You know, a lot of different restaurants decided that, hey, we want to be a part of this. You know, what can we do? So we made it happen. We came up with Caribbean Restaurant Week. And it's just a week for you to go ahead and experience these Caribbean restaurants, experience their menu, experience the Caribbean culture at a discount. You know what I'm saying? Today we had like an amazing day. We were at Helen's restaurant earlier today and just kind of seeing how to prepare certain dishes. So a lot of people will benefit from just knowing to cook even one Caribbean dish. A couple of days ago, we were at Island Flavors and we got the Virgin Island twist of the Caribbean cuisine, you know what I'm saying? And that was like an awesome experience. A lot of us were there and, you know, it was good. Tomorrow we're going to be at Island Spice and we're doing this. But the other restaurants that are not in Houston, they're still doing it. So from Atlanta, you know, fireside restaurants, from, you know, if you're in New York, you can go to, um, from Island Burger, Island Caribbean Burger, or you can go to Footprints or, you know, there's a lot of them in New York that are participating also. So, so I have know, a question. Mm -hmm. Who has the jerk rice? The jerk rice is something that this colonizer what? created in, in in England. That's not a thing. <laughs> it's a thing. And Miss Miss Helen should have had jerk not, rice today. No, 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 that's that dude in in that, that's that that dude dude in, in England who always coming up with stuff. No, that's Uncle Ben has jerk rice in a box. I've seen it at Fruit Town. But no, Uncle yeah. Ben needs Uncle, needs, Uncle needs, Ben needs. ain't got nothing to do with that business. Uncle Ben, yeah, that all that stuff, the curry chicken, anyway. and all that stuff. But anyway, that's a part of what we want you to do. Check it out. Hashtag Caribbean Restaurant Week in honor of Caribbean Heritage Month. You can check out the other business that I'm affiliated with, which is I Love Being Caribbean for all the information, right? And we also have it cross-promoted on Soul Rebel channels. So I Love Being Caribbean, Soul Rebel Productions, Alter Ego, Lioness, Encore Music, I Am Soul Rebel. What else you got? You got the book, um, <laughs> the Sea Walters, yeah, yeah, you got yeah, Clarksville yeah. Technology. <laughs> Right, Don't forget Omega right. Sci-Fi. You gotta throw that in. Uh, 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 you know what I'm saying? So. <laughs> anyway, people, thank you for tuning in. Um, we will again clip this up and share it all over the place. Um, you know, Facebook.com/slash/MySoulRebel, um, and you know, at I am so Rebel on IG and Twitter. So, um, thank you for joining us. Thank you to our special guests. Thank you for all those who tuned in. And until next time, next, so Wednesdays at 9 p.m. Ayasa with reason. So big up on yourself. Happy Caribbean Her American Heritage Month. Until next time, bless up. One love. One love. <laughs>